You are listening to Life Clips. Every Friday, Life Clips will bring you encouragement, freedom, and biblical truth. Encouragement for the times in which we live. There is not one person on the planet, believer or unbeliever, that does not say, this world has gone crazy. Does it seem like the doomsday clock is nearing midnight? Freedoms are being stripped from everyone all over the globe. To the continued civil unrest, lawlessness, chaos, lying politicians, doctors, censorship from big tech tyrannies, the fall of America so a one world government can start. The rise of spirituality, so a one world religion can start. That is why we see massive growth of new age, false pastors, false religions, false converts. Man is their own God. God is no longer needed or wanted. The false light deception of aliens and UFOs. The endless talk and media coverage of a virus that has a 99.8 survival rate. Forced vaccinations, masking our children, people all over the globe losing their jobs for not complying. Why is all of this happening and will it ever end? For the believer, be encouraged, beloved. For the unbeliever, tune in every Friday to see what is happening and what you can do to find peace in these chaotic times. We also talk about freedom for the broken believer. Are you broken, beloved? Are you in the bondage of sin that you cannot break free from? Do you hide what you do so no one can see the real you? Do you deal with anxiety, depression, drinking, or more? And it seems like the church is only there to judge you. Life Clips is a judge-free zone. And our mission is to have Jesus, through the lens of the Bible, take that burden from you. Oh, are you the prodigal? Are you a backslidden believer? Come home, prodigal. Jesus is waiting. And ultimately, at Life Clips, we use the main truthful source, the Bible. Biblical truth is the only means of breaking strongholds, letting go of the burden of sin that Jesus bore upon Calvary over 2,000 years ago. The Bible is our only means of truly seeing the deception around you and allowing you to have discernment in these last days. We want all to come here. We want you to be part of the Life Clips family, to be encouraged, to be set free. So come on, take a listen and grab your coffee or grab your tea. It's going to be a good one. And that's why we take interest in chapters like Daniel 8. There's a lot of details, but you go, this guy was vile. This guy used deception as a tool to deceive. 
And in the way we see our world unfolding, you go, how could you possibly deceive the masses? Well, I know that the media amplifies all of our issues today. The media is responsible for causing greater divides and greater wedges. I know that because it's an amplification process. And the more that you are given access to all types of issues and problems, and a lot of times it only takes a few scrolls on my social media to be so disoriented and so discouraged and so confused because that's all that's being amplified and magnified. And when I think about it, whose domain does Jesus say this is? The prince of the power of the air, the ruler of this world. So he uses that as the long arm to deceive. And the Christian has to have a biblical worldview and the lens of the scriptures to understand what's happening around me so that I don't fall prey to the fear, so that I stand with a faith that knows I understand the word of God and I'm standing under the God of the word. Hey everyone, Kim here. Thank you so much for tuning in this Friday on our 90th episode. So with a heart of gratitude, I say thank you for my loyal listeners that uh, we can make it to the 90th episode. So the title of this uh, podcast, this 90th episode is called the prequel to the sequel. And I'm going to get to a lot of segments today, a total of eight, and don't be overwhelmed um, at all. So I just wanted to break it down so it flows. And if you feel like you want to go back, um, I will hopefully be able to, I don't know, in my editing phase or wherever, maybe put the minute markers uh, within the video. I'm also going to be timing the video and make sure that I don't go extremely long because I don't want to lose anyone. There's a lot of information here today. I was praying that God would lead me in this podcast this week, and that's exactly what he has done. Um, I am a little, when I mean under the weather, I don't have COVID. Um, um, let's just say I, I've been under attack this past week. Um, and so keep me in your prayers that there would be a healing um, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. But anyway, the devil most certainly does not want me to discuss what I am discussing here today because it's going to hopefully allow some of you to break free from the bondages that you're in. Um, and we want to make sure that we understand that this is going to be a weighty episode. I don't want you to tune out on that. Um, as always, for those listening to the podcast, if you want to head on over to Rumble this week, I feel the video content uh, will keep you engaged a little bit more. There's just a lot of visual content this week. I guess, thank the Lord, since I uh, am definitely not makeuped up this week. I am El Natural. So anyway, please don't tune out today. Um, and we're going to be going over um, just some really important but weighty things. But before I dive into all of that, I do have to brand myself. That's the whole point of having a podcast and nobody's doing it for me. So for those who are listening to our podcast, thank you so much. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button, whichever platform that you are listening to. So whether it be Apple, Google, wherever, hit the subscribe button on that platform. 
Also, if you're listening to Rumble, as you can see here on the screen, some, I think it's the phone, they give you the boxing glove. And then if you're listening on the PC, it's the plus symbol. So the boxing glove is going to be above you when you're watching the video. So just make sure you hit that. That's the like button. Give it a smash, smash it. There's a lot of podcasters who say that. So I'll go ahead and grab that smash that rumble button, please. And thank you. And then finally, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, the link to my website will be in the show notes, but please head over to Life Clips Podcast. Dot com. It is a secure email. If you have questions, prayer requests, a topic you want me to discuss, head on over there and I will make sure that I answer you in a timely fashion. And then last but not least, I ask that you share, 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 comment, give me your feedback. Let me know how you're feeling. Now I'm saying this with all the love in my heart. I appreciate every single person listening on the podcast platforms and also listening on Rumble. However, my messages every single week are not just for you. I thank you for listening, but I need for you to share these videos. And in all transparency, because that's who I am, my question to you would be this. If you listen, but you don't share, why? So if you're engaged in these episodes, why aren't you sharing? So why aren't you sharing? So I do ask that you give this share, share, share. And uh, that way other people can hear the truth of God's word and the day in which we live. The show notes this week will be flooded with links where I got my information. If I've missed anyone, I do apologize. Sometimes in my research, I kind of move quickly and I forget to copy and paste and I get out of the tab and I honestly don't have the time to go back. So if I've missed you, I ask that you would please um, email me, reach out even via Facebook and let me know and I'll update the show notes. I don't want to not give you credit. So if I've done that and I've missed you, it's an honest mistake. Okay. So what we'll be talking about today has made me When I say anxious, I don't mean in an anxious, like I can't breathe kind of a way, but because the topics are so weighty and what I'm going to be diving into in one particular segment might have me lose not only listeners, but friends or even family members. And, but we're getting to the point folks where truth has to be spoken, feathers have to be ruffled. And I'm going to try to make sure that I speak truth in love, but I can't avoid the truth. Not in the the day and age in which we live. And that's why it's called the prequel to the sequel. So please, again, don't tune out. I need you to stay with me. I need you to share. And most of all, I need you to be encouraged, beloved, because we see what's happening and we know that that rapture is going to happen at any moment now. Hallelujah. So some things that we're going to be diving into, and I'm going to go ahead and read these. We're going to dive into the prequel of the tribulation, meaning what is going on in our current day, so much so that believers, you should be screaming at the top of your lungs, Jesus is coming. There's a last Gentile that needs to get saved. That should be a lot more important than an agenda, and I'll get to that, like COVID. 
The second thing we're going to do, and it's going to be a short snippet. Don't, I don't want to lose you. I know once you talk revelation, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I can't. So we're going to be talking um, a little bit from the book of Revelation, chapter six, the first eight verses. And then we're also going to see the parallel of that with Matthew chapter 24. That will also be read in its entirety. So, but I hope you enjoy. I got these um, dramatized way of reading them. I always have to try to keep people engaged. Unfortunately, it's just the nature of the world that we live in today. I will also be explaining what group think is. Uh, again, these segments are all going to be brief. Um, some of them, some of them are going to be a little bit more lengthy and weighty. So anyway, what group think is and what we should be doing today regarding group think. I will also be calling out religions that you may be a part of. I will boldly through the power of God, go through many false religions, statistics, that should alarm you as a true beloved in the body of Christ. And I want to make this clear. I'm not saying anyone is saved or not saved. However, if you follow the belief systems of at least, I think I'm going over five, um, that are within the Christianity realm, if you believe in those five that I'm going through today, you're not going to heaven because you believe in another gospel. And I'm going to get there as well. So again, if I just lost you, please come back. Maybe the Holy Spirit will convict you and you can plug away and learn some truth today. So it was so important that when Paul wrote the letters to the Galatian church, he said it twice in his letter. He started his letter with don't believe any other gospel. I want to go ahead and just read this briefly for you to understand that it's not me telling you, it's God telling you what happens when you bring forth or believe another gospel. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10 says, I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, that there are some who are troubling you and want to change the good news about the Messiah. But if even we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel other than what we have preached to you, a curse be on him. Literally the very next verse, Paul says, as we have said before, I now say again, if anyone preaches to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. I would take that as that is a very important verse for you to grasp here today. I want to continue. It says, for am I now trying to win the favor of people or God? Or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave to Christ. 
So you're cursed. And we're going to get into this a little bit later. I will be exposing the whole God and country movement. Fanatics who can't seem to grasp that America is not part of the end time scenario. And Trump, nor anyone else, can save us from what is to come. I jokingly said Trump is a great AC Antichrist candidate. And uh, you can see here, that's how I get there. I'm not the only one who has thought about this. So his dominant presence, you know, I still question a lot of things about him. America will fall. America is not God's timepiece. America, we see it today becoming more godless, more lawless. That is a prequel of what is to come, but America is not part of the end time prophecies. We will discuss briefly maybe things that you always thought were true regarding end times, tribulation, the Antichrist, the false prophet, rapture, things of that nature. And we have to remember when we do this to keep everything in context. It's context, 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 not feelings, feelings, feelings. When we read the word of God, as you saw in the beginning of this podcast, we can open the word of God today. And we can see, we can connect the dots as to what is happening today, the stage being set, the dominoes going where they need to go. And one day, those dominoes are going to collapse. So again, I'm a little anxious. There's a lot on my mind. There's a lot of information here today. I'm going to try to talk a little slower, be a little bit more pausing while I'm looking at my notes, um, because I don't want to miss anything. And I need for you to stay with me today. So for those who are not familiar with the book of Revelation or the end times or prophetical passages, maybe today will be the day that you have a better understanding of what is to come. Um, Prophecy, as we've heard before from many people, I'm not really sure, sure who started the quote. Someone can comment below and let me know. Prophecy is not to scare. Prophecy is to prepare. So before we dive in, I'm going to introduce this week's mug. Okay, so this week's mug got tea this week, no coffee, and this is it. Everyone was thinking it. I just said it. So there we go. My wonderful tea this week. It's a ginger fennel something else. Don't remember what the other ingredient is. I don't think it's lemon. It's definitely ginger and fennel. I just don't know what the other one is. So anyway, since today's episode is going to be kind of weighty, I do want to make sure that I lighten the mood in the beginning. I am sure many of you have already seen these, but if you have not, here is your daily dose of laughter with our current uh, clown in the White House. Before I show the videos, I want to read this. This is one of the questions. I don't know. You can go to the White House, which I don't recommend, um, and get the actual transcript to the town hall. Uh, So the question was this, and, and this is how I don't even know, like, what is wrong with this president? So this was the question. So my wife and I have two young boys, Arthur and Teddy. However, the cost of childcare is nearly double our mortgage. 
We want to have more children. That's pretty dumb. But even though we earn a good salary now, childcare is so expensive. So don't have more children. So how will this new infrastructure plan help middle-class families pay for childcare? The president, I don't know his reaction on this. This was his response. Well, let me ask you, do you have, and I'm assuming at that moment, he probably forgot the question and then said, how old are your kids? Like, what does that have to do with it? You pedophile. Three, the, his, the, so the uh, response was three and a half and six months old. Not really sure what that has to do with the question. What do you, are you going to put the kids to work, Biden? Anyway, so here are a few videos that I thought you would get a good chuckle out of. Um, some of them are duplicate, but um, I thought that I would show them all just to give us some funny moments here on Life Clips. So take a watch. I have the freedom to kill you. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know, I guess it's two weeks or a week. I, I think I'm losing track of time. What am I doing here? Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, don't pay a cent. <laughs> the, 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 uh, um, about that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was you know you know all the statistics. The statistics go that if you come from a home where there's no books in the home and a single mom or a single dad, they don't they're not well educated, they don't talk a lot. The kid from a middle class, average middle class home versus that home will go to school having heard one million more words spoken than the child who didn't. Yeah. A gigantic disadvantage, Mr. President. The, so, the, the question was on the the on community colleges, no, I, no, I, which, which which was a big campaign promise that that you made. You talked about that along no, the campaign I, I, trail. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to get it done. I was able to go to the private portion with 40 percent of all products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast go through uh, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? The Long Beach? Long Beach, thank you. And I know both the mayors. So I went to them and I said, don't pay a cent. Don't pay a cent. Don't pay a cent. About that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was just near-term inflation. The Wall Street Journal recently talked to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way or deep into 2022. Let's take a quick break. Everyone is podcasting these days. If this is something you want to do or you're already doing it, I would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. I currently use the Blue Yeti. Buzzsprout is an extremely user-friendly platform and I could not be happier with their services. There are so many things that this site allows you to do, from your show being listed on every major podcast platform to the audio player that you can use seamlessly on your websites, to the detailed analytics of what we, come on guys, the podcasters want to see. Don't lie, I know you look at that too. We want to know who was listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening. 
There are zero hassles because Buzzsprout provides these tools and more to help promote our podcasts. Fellow podcasters, do we not work hard? Well, I am here to tell you that Buzzsprout works even harder to make our podcasts stream streamlessly. Yes, I know that's not a word. If you want to join a company that already has over 100,000 podcasters, click the link and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. This will get you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And in addition, of course, it'll help support our show. Don't delay. Start Buzzsprouting today. Okay, so we're working here into segment one, the timeline of what is to come. Again, remember the topic here is the prequel to the sequel. So right now, this is the prequel. What we see happening today is the prequel. So some say we're in the tribulation now, or as we will see from, yes, I'm bringing her up again, guys. Uh, Melissa Red Pill the World, who has garnered a lot more followers on Rumble now. She's up to 58,000 people. 58 grand, believe this stupidity. And just remember, that's not including the other channels that are out there with her mass deception. Anyway, so we will see this from Melissa Red Pill the World, and uh, that she's continuing to spew her QAnon propaganda. That group, they will say that there is no rapture. They will say that there is no tribulation. And they will also say that there is no Antichrist. QAnon has not gone anywhere. You can see here on these overlays. They're, they're not gone. They're still very active. And I was shocked when I saw this article that you can see on the screen of a very well-known congresswoman who was rooted in this QAnon mess who also calls herself a Christian. And then in the article, the link that is posted, you can also see all the other Congress people, people who ran for Senate within the Q movement. So it's not dead. It's not gone. These people are still obsessed as they were pre-Trump, now current Trump, post-Trump, whatever. They think this is the guy, the savior of the world. And I've learned you can't call them out because they'll try to bully you. But those who know me, I don't have groupthink. I can't be bullied. That line that you're pointing to, and you'll see what I mean later, that line is definitely not the right line. And I will call people out. I might have an aggressive personality at some times, but I thank the Lord that he created me that way. I thank the Lord for that. So I have some questions for people who are in these camps of what you believe or what you don't believe when it comes to revelation. So I just have some questions and if you're in this camp, just comment below and, and let me know, like, how do you get there? Because these questions that I will ask you, the Bible literally debunks your theory. Now, there's people out there who say the Bible has been changed by Soros. Again, it's the QAnon conspiracy nuts that are out there. And that's my concern is you will be deceived by the Antichrist that you believe will be the Messiah. I'm not going to digress. I promise I will stay with notes. So questions for those in the camp of no tribulation, no Antichrist, no rapture. Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 and 19 say, I testify to everyone, he who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, 
God will add to him the plagues, which are written in this book, meaning the book of Revelation. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in the book. So that's God's warning to you to stop adding and taking away from the book of Revelation. You need to stop doing this. Melissa has changed the name of her book again. It was QAnon and a thousand years of peace. I think it started at Revelation. Now she calls it end times or whatever. Again, when you have a cult, C-U-L-T, that you belong to, and the narrative doesn't stay the same because it's a false theology, you have to keep changing your narrative to fit your narrative, if that makes sense. We all believe it, baby. Honestly, we all believe it because we want to believe it. I did an extensive study on her book. I'm not going to belabor that here today. You can see these videos popping up here on the overlay. Um, So feel free to check those out. All of the links to what I did will be in the show notes. It is because of this cult that my YouTube channel was terminated. If that says anything, there you go. But I'm not going to be silenced. So I'm not bullying anyone. I'm not harassing anyone. They can come with their truth and everything is fine. I will most certainly come with mine, which I know 100% is truth. Okay, so questions to those who are adding and taking away from the book of Revelation. If you think we're in the tribulation, where is the Antichrist? Where are the 144 Jewish evangelists? Where are the two witnesses? And where is a quarter of the earth's population dying? Okay, so questions for those who think the beast is a system. How do you explain when in God's word, John uses the word he himself and him used to describe the beast to come. And how do you explain Daniel chapter nine, verse 27? Again, comment below. I'm serious. Let me know your thoughts. How are you getting to where you're getting? Another question. So for those who insert the church where it doesn't belong, how do you get to that notion? You have to rewrite the entirety of the Bible. The church was never mentioned yet in the Old Testament, or I should say the Old Covenant. So how do you get to that? And we're going to see some videos here that should alarm you. If you are in the body of Christ and you hear this, it should not only grieve your spirit, but it should alarm you. And at that point, you should say, maybe I shouldn't be following these people. And the question I have to you, and again, comment below, if God's promise can be broken with the nation of Israel, according to your theory, then what's to say God won't break the promise he made with you too. Comment below. Replacement theology is a heretical teaching. So in order to fit your narrative from Genesis to Revelation, you have to twist the entire word of God. That's heretical. If the Holy Spirit is indwelling in you, Melissa and others, You would not do that. The Holy Spirit won't allow you to do that. God is not through with the nation of Israel. The tribulation is for the salvation 
of Israel. For all of those who believe in mid-tribulation, meaning the rapture will happen at the midpoint of the tribulation, again, comment below, how do you get there? The rapture is imminent, meaning nothing has to happen before. It can happen at any moment. You take the imminency out of it because you can start counting the moment the peace treaty is signed, 1,260 days. So how do you get there? You have to take out passages in the Bible regarding the imminency of the rapture. Okay. Finally, for those who believe in post-trib, you're just, that's just nonsense. Like it is. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat that. You know, I can give someone maybe mid, I, I could, but I can't give you post because it makes no sense with this one simple question. And again, comment below and let me know your answer. Who repopulates the millennial kingdom? The moment we're raptured, our mortal is immortal. But in the millennial, people are having kids, they're living life, they're dying. So where are all the mortals if we're all raptured? Yeah, kind of doesn't work. It just doesn't. I am so glad that you decided to join us this Friday. If you haven't already, subscribe right here to our Rumble channel. While you're there, you'll see a comment section. You'll also see a way to share this video. And then as always, I want you to hit that Rumble button. That's classified as the like button. The more rumbles we get, the better we feel, if I can just be honest. So comment, share, and warm our hearts with a nice big old rumble. And a big thanks, a big shout out to those listening to our podcasts. If you're not sure where we're found, and if you want to listen to a podcast, here are some of the platforms we are on. You can listen to us on Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Let's tune back in to this week's exciting episode. So honestly, this episode, guys, I'm sorry, but I'm not playing nice. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to beat around the bush. If you feel like you want to tune out this week, give me a negative rumble, then so be it. But I'm not going to sugarcoat this episode at all. And I guarantee you, just like you have, you Q followers, you've negative rumbled my channel. But I guarantee you, God will go ahead and multiply that. For every negative that you give, I guarantee you, they'll give me a positive. So anyway... I am not going to sugarcoat. <laughs> I'm on earth for the church is soon to expire. For real. The church age is coming to a close. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of knowing from where you have learned them. How vitally important is understanding the day and age in which you live? 
Melissa, you're an imposter. QAnon, you're an imposter. And all the false religions we're going to get to here momentarily, you are imposters. I won't be swayed by your bullying. I won't be swayed by your false theologies and your fake signs and wonders. I won't be swayed because I need to be entertained by mainstream Christian music that's not even Christian. I won't group think. So really quickly, you can see here on the screen, I would like to go over some stats of what people believe regarding end times. All of this was on the LifeWay Research website. I am doing this because we as a body of Christ, a true body of Christ, we can't even agree on the timing of something that should be our blessed hope. How sad is that? Do you want to stay and eyeball it with the Antichrist? I feel like a lot of you think it's going to be some cool time on earth. Like you want to be here. Why would you want to be here? So as you can see here on the screen, it says, and I have to read this again for my podcast listeners. I I apologize. Which of the following statements best illustrates your views on the Antichrist? 49% said a figure who will arise sometime in the future. 14%, he's the personification of evil. 12%, that's the Melissa group, no individual antichrist. And she also fits in the 7% where not a person, but an institution. 6% say the figure who already rose sometime in the past, that is a Catholic view. And then 7% basically said, well, none of those. So... Only half, half believe that some type of figure will arise in the future. This next one here, we can see on the screen, it's uh, signs of Jesus's return. Are any of these type of current events, birth pains, and we're going to get to that, that Jesus was referring to when he asked his disciples when he would return. And it goes through a whole bunch of them, talks about the rise of false prophets, um, the love of many growing cold traditional morals becoming less accepted, wars and national conflicts, earthquakes and other uh, natural disasters, the number of people abandoning their Christian faith, famines, anti-Semitism, or none of these. So as you can see on the screen, each category has a different percent. The next screenshot is, will Jesus literally and personally return to earth again? So 97% of that agree, which is, seems like it's an amazing number. And we're going to get to why that number is so high. And then you can see the circle here. And it says, I expect Jesus to return in my lifetime. 56% agree with that assessment. 24% are not sure. And 20% disagree. So the prequel to the sequel, I wanted it to be catchy for a reason. What we're seeing today is a prequel to the sequel of what's going to happen. So I need for you to stick with me here today. Don't, please don't bail out on me now. And we're going to dive into this in a little bit of why, what are we seeing today? And why are we seeing it today? The prequel to the sequel. (laughs) And this is another reason I would love for you guys to continue to share these episodes You may know truth because you tune in week after week. And again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, but I need for you to share 
share, share, share. Give us a rumble, subscribe, do all that stuff to get the word out, to share this podcast. It's not to glorify me. It's not to put me on a pedestal. Believe me, I am nobody. I want God to get the glory. I want that last Gentile saved. And for those who don't like me, who may even listen to this episode, or I know when Dr. Andy comes on, I garner a lot of views, and I'm sure a lot of you don't like me, but you're hindering a word going forth, which I would never do to anyone in the body of Christ, regardless if you upset me or ruffled my feathers. But that's why I serve the God that I serve, because no matter what, he's always, always, always going to move this podcast. So as we know, COVID totally changed our world. I believe because God does, he presses, he moves things, right? We see that throughout the entire Bible. He presses things upon the hearts and minds of men to move the proverbial needle. We see that time and time again in the Old Testament regarding the nation of Israel. So for God not to do that same thing today, I don't believe that he's just taken his hands off the wheel. He's a sovereign God still in control of everything that is happening today. So with all of this stage setting, remember, God, the lamb, is the one opening up the seals, the title deed to the earth. In order for these things to happen, permission has to be given. Now, listen, I know the tribulation is a hellish time on earth, but unfortunately, it's for a Christ-rejecting world and to bring Israel into the saving faith of Jesus Christ. That's it. And we see the lawlessness abounding today, the godlessness abounding today. And you as the beloved, it should vex you when you see certain things and our kids being indoctrinated in this evilness that's in our world today. And if it doesn't, and you're too busy posting about COVID and stats and vaccinations, you might want to re-examine yourself and put your priorities in order. As I've said, and I will continue to say, the Antichrist will not come on the wings of tyranny. He won't. The Bible proves that to me. Between the first and second seal, there is a duration of peace. So allow me time to set this up for you. Step one on the timeline is the rapture. Let me talk real talk here, and I'm going to follow my notes. What would you do? Honestly, be real here. What would you do if one day you're on your way to work, you're in your car, then cars start piling up in front of you? One day you're home playing with your children who are under the age of accountability, whatever that may be, and they simply vanish. Your child is gone. Or maybe one day you're talking to someone and they disappear. You're in a store and all of a sudden complete pandemonium and chaos breaks out because People are just vanishing. What would you do? What will be the spin on Facebook and CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, Snapchat, TikTok? Are they going to call it the vanishings? Because they sure as heck won't call it the rapture. 
you think that people are silenced right now, just wait. And I keep talking about this because we're closer today than we were yesterday. Every single day that I wake up, I'm closer to the rapture, the trumpet sounding, Jesus calling me home, and I leave this God-forsaken world behind. So now millions of people have vanished across the entire globe. And you can see today, I mean, people are protesting over what? Their freedoms. Can you imagine what's going to happen during the rapture? It's going to be, it's going to be so chaotic, so chaotic. What do you think they're going to do when their loved one vanishes? Just think of 9-11. In their gut, I'm sure that they knew that 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 loved one was in the tower. But yet they still put up signs missing. What do you think is going to happen when the rapture happens? And I want to insert some videos here and some pictures that you can see here on the screen of the chaos that is happening in our world today. Let's uh, look. Let's talk about Australia here. Um, this is uh, this is this is something that's been going on. And sometimes you need to learn from your international brothers. And there are a lot of good people in Australia. This is something I've been watching closely. We didn't want to hit it first because we wanted to see if uh, they rescinded some of these laws. We wanted to see if they would improve yeah. some of these laws because you don't want to dance on uh, the graves of the freedom of anybody. Right. But it's only gotten yep. worse. And Americans, you need to understand that this started long before COVID. Now, mm -hmm. I've always said do not comply. If you want to wear a mask, you absolutely should wear a mask. If you want to uh, take a vaccine, you want to use a vaccine, you absolutely should. I have a blind policy here. I don't need to know what anyone does with their own bodies as it relates to the vaccine. We don't even drug test here because I know some people would fail. And I don't need to know <laughs> hey. what they're doing as long as they're productive. Right. I am very laissez-faire with that, okay? However, in, Aust in Australia, uh, they have reached uh, terrifying levels of tyranny. Let me let, let me let me put a finer point on it. It is absolutely a tyrannical hellhole. When people say, "Oh, you're just fear mongering," I think what is going on in Australia right now is enough. And there was a slow march toward this. So, for people who don't know, um, in Australia right now, and we've been updating this to the minute as we can. Yeah. This is what happens to the citizens of an allegedly free country mm -hmm. if you dare go against the uh, COVID lockdown policies. That lady, by the way, her mask was uh, not on, was yeah. below her face. She was exempt, that one. She was? Yeah. Oh. Got a medical exempt. Well, no. What? Like, a, like what? Like she has a, a, an air issue? Breathing issue? Nah, that's nah. suspended during a pandemic. Doesn't, doesn't happen? No, no, no. Never. This is truly horrifying. Yeah. This, this absolutely is horrifying. And we had to select... Look. There's tons of these videos. Yeah. yeah. Some employees at Southwest Airlines are actually picketing outside the company's headquarters in Dallas. They're protesting a new policy that requires airline workers to be fully vaccinated in order to continue working. And now they're asking a federal judge to step in. WFAA's Melanie Basu is live at Love Field. Just how big was this demonstration? 
Yeah, there were so many people there, Chris. And, you know, so many folks there brought their small children out. There were some signs in specific. There was a little girl holding a sign saying, don't jab my dad. Now, all of this comes after just last week where Southwest canceled hundreds of flights, leaving passengers stranded. Bright and early this morning, hundreds of Southwest Airlines protesters held up signs about the vaccine mandate. We are here to encourage Southwest to fight for employees' medical freedoms and the right to choose without losing your jobs. Many of the protesters showed up from other airlines saying the vaccine mandate needs to be delayed. So would you not agree that when the rapture happens, which is going to be far worse than COVID, and vaccinations, would you not agree that people will be swept away by some charismatic messiah-like leader who just happens to come on the scene? Really brainwashing yourself and you're speaking all the same language. You're all working towards one goal. And that is very intoxicating. Like it is to feel like you're saying to be tribal, to be part of something. Imagine being something, part of something that you think and, and are told and are reading every day is the most important thing that's going to save mankind. He has all the answers. And my thoughts here, and I want to read this, as I said, maybe it's during this time that the other leaders of the world take notice and say, wow, this man is amazing. Keep in mind, great deception will immediately fall on the planet. I can't say this enough that the tribulation, however, starts at the signing of the peace treaty, not at the rapture. So the seal is broken and the Antichrist comes on the scene. The seal is not broken yet. But I'm just assuming here that maybe he kind of does a prequel to the sequel of what's to come. Remember, we read, and we're going to see that here momentarily, he's given a crown. That means he is given the authority by people. They put him up on that pedestal to rule over a 10-kingdom confederacy. He doesn't take it. It's given. So if he was a communist-type Vladimir Putin, no one would give that to him. Right? I truly believe that during this brief time between the rapture and the signing of the peace treaty, there's going to be a large number of believers. Now, I know there's many pastors out there who believe that um, because of the scripture says it, and I believe it's referring to the second half of the tribulation, but it says the strong delusion will fall upon them. So basically, there's some people out there, again, very popular pastors who believe that if you heard the truth right now, current day, right now, as I sit here and I record this podcast, if the rapture were to happen, you would not be saved. That's not true biblically because we read about a great multitude. So after this alien matrix, solar flash, spin, right, this man is going to have all of the answers. He will seem at that moment to calm the nation's of the world. Because remember, it's just not going to happen here. The vanishings will happen everywhere. You thought COVID was a global event. And it's evident that mass deception, as we see today, will occur. Now, for those listening to the podcast, in the beginning, I played Matthew Mayer, the teaching pastor of Coastal Christian Ocean City. So you couldn't see his face. 
So I, again, would go back to the Rumble channel, a lot of video content, and you can see his face when he talks about the deception. How do we get there? Well, look at the world we live in today. So we all know that there is an obsession with Armageddon, Revelation, the Antichrist, not only in the world, but many professing Christian movie people like Pure Flix or uh, Affirm, but they always seem to miss so much. They really do. And Hollywood, they either mock it or they make it seem like the Antichrist is like Rosemary's baby, right? So in order to take a break here, give you guys a little break from me talking, I want to insert some movie trailers. Um, If you have young kids, please don't have them watching this. Stati attenti, promozioni inizino stasera. He has left us a trail. Now we must find him. You're one of us now, a warrior of God. Why does the devil choose one person over another? He can choose anyone. What the Bible has taught you is the truth. The demon's greatest threat is not to your body, but your soul. Ready? God is gonna see you through this. Something is coming, and something bad is gonna happen. This is where me and your mom got married. This is your house. It's got good bones. And the grand finale, your room. First John 218, this is the last hour. The Antichrist is coming. For generations, The Thorns have been a family of tremendous wealth, position, and power. The perfect marriage of Ambassador Robert Thorne and his wife, Catherine, was fulfilled by the birth of their son, Damien. And then, when the child was five years old, something terrible happened. And then, it happened again. Was it an accident? Was it murder? Was it a coincidence? Or was it an omen? Look at me, Damien. 
It's all for you. 20th Century Fox presents a film of psychological suspense about an occurrence of earth-shaking importance. Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. I was at the hospital, Mr. Thorne, the night your son was born. I saw its mother. I saw its mother. I have fears. I have fears. Kind of fears. Its mother, Mr. Thorne. It's on my wife. Its mother. What is it you're trying to say? His mother was a... This is not a human child. Make no mistake. There are those who will die for him. There are those who will kill for him. Who is he? What does he want? Where did he come from? And can he be stopped? Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. A young attorney has the chance of a lifetime. Bill Chadwick Waters, we want you to come to New York. All expenses, first class, travel and lodging, you and your wife. Oh my God. He will enter a place of wealth and ambition. We've got 40 partners vested at the moment. In addition to our corporate clients, we're currently representing about 25 foreign countries. He's got you scheduled for 15 minutes, so make the most of it. John Milton. Kevin Lomax. Well, what's that like? One day you're putting them away, next day you're setting them free. Takes a little getting used to. Pays better though, doesn't it? Welcome to Babylon, Ma. Speak of the devil. <laughs> a world of power and seduction. Who's that with the senator? Controlled by one man. <laughs> I swear he can hear us. Hell, he can smell us. He will make your dreams come true. Want to come upstairs and now? <laughs> he will grant your fondest wish. I'm just warming my hands on your talent. You know what I see? I see the future of this law firm. He knows your greatest fear. Milton is into everything. Arms brokering, chemical weapons, toxic waste, money laundering for the Eastern Bloc. I mean, it goes on and on. I don't like it here, Kevin. And he knows the price of your soul. Let's make a beef. Who are you? Oh, I have so many names. I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. God likes to watch. He's an absentee landlord. Keanu Reeves. He's always been there. I know that now. Al Pacino. As God sleeps late. We will win. It's my time now. <laughs> the Devil's Advocate. So are you reading the Bible through your flesh or if you're a born again believer, you must be reading the Bible through the spirit. The spirit is not going to contradict God. And everything that I've been hearing as of late is a contradiction to God. So here you can see on the screen, there's a photo of this very popular HBO show that came out called The Leftovers. And just to kind of give you an idea of what this show is, you can see this screenshot and I'll read it. 
quote, the drama fantasy series was created by Damon Lindoff, co-creator of ABC's long running hit Lost and Tom Perota, who wrote the novel on which the TV show is based. It features plenty of established talent behind the camera. And then it goes into some of their casting. So let's go down to the second paragraph. According to the official synopsis, three years after millions of people, some, and they say 2% of the world's population, vanished into thin air. Residents of Mapleton, New York, weigh the pros and cons of a Heroes Day tribute to the local departed, attempting to maintain a sense of normalcy in his strained community. Police Chief Kevin Garvey, which is played by Justin Thoreau, faces additional challenges at home with his daughter, Jill, who was lost in a cloud of apathy with her friend, Amy, and son, Tom, who has gravitated to a cult led by the charismatic Holy Wayne. Again, the article here will be in the show notes. You see this article here on the screen? It says the great solar flash event. It's time you know about. So again, could this be another spin? And here's this wonderful article. The evangelical apocalypse is all your fault. And I'm going to quote right now the article that we read before regarding President Trump being the Antichrist. I found this quite fascinating. Um, Here you go. It says, I don't want to wade into eschatology debates. I would prefer to forget they exist. So I will only say that many, but certainly not all evangelicals believe that God will take them into heaven before the Antichrist comes to power and instigates the tribulation. So this is referring to the rapture for those listening to the podcast. Christians would vanish like a thief in the night. That's out of context. As the verse goes, leaving their clothes and their apostate relatives behind. God thus spares them the thrilling horrors of the Antichrist. And they get to watch the show from above as they lounge about in celestial glory. Do you hear the sarcasm here? Until Pat Robinson ascends to his McMansion in the sky. There's not much to worry about. They laugh now. Here's another snippet from that same article. It says it's titled or the subtitle, the Antichrist is a charismatic, attractive and widely popular diplomat. The Antichrist, in the quoting, the Antichrist is a diplomat. He has to unite the nations of the world so he can carry out his nefarious schemes. You can't just waltz into the third temple and desecrate it without public support. So clearly this person has biblical knowledge. That's the sort of thing that would otherwise start a war because the Antichrist has to create a new world order. That's not true. See where I'm getting, where I get, where I get, when I get to what I get to. <laughs> so he, he doesn't come on the wings of this. He's not invading the third temple. David Jeremiah, who pastors the ominously named Shadow Mountain Community Church and serves on Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board, explained on his blog the combination of his magnetic personality, speaking ability, and extreme good looks will make him virtually irresistible to the masses. Totally agree with that. 
I will not touch the continuing to quote. I will not touch the subject of Trump's beauty. However, I will admit that Trump has charisma of a sort. He is a professional entertainer. He became president. So some people are clearly persuaded by his rhetoric. Trump is widely unpopular, both at home and abroad. And as for his intelligence, well, again, you can read the rest of the article. Then we also see here, this is always a depiction of the battle, the duel between the Antichrist and Jesus. You know, I'm reflected back, and this might really upset some people. Um, Carmen, he released a song many years ago. Uh, Carmen is a, a singer. He is now deceased. But he wrote a song called um, The Champion. And if you read the lyrics of that song, he literally goes against everything that truly happened to Christ. Now, I remember growing up, I loved the song. I watched him perform. We performed it in our churches. But now as I've developed and matured and understand scripture, no, that's not what happened. Jesus was not in a boxing ring fighting it with the devil. They are not equals. One is the son of God who has divinity, and the other one is a created being. But anyway, I know we always see this. I don't need to read the article again in the show notes. And then finally, this article, as you can see here, there is a video attached to it, which we're not going to get into. But this particular news piece from this WIVB News Channel 4 uh, was a quite interesting video to see the different takes kind of what we already went through on some of the statistics, the Bible's antichrist, real person or symbolic. So if you want to take time to watch that video, please do. Uh, it's too long to go through that today, but basically every single person on there had a different viewpoint. And I can see why Lifeway Research struggles the way that they do to try to get everyone in agreement of what the Bible actually says. So now I'd like to play a total of six videos, and uh, we're going to go ahead and, and watch these because, well, they're fascinating. And again, could this be the deception that is out there? And we're also going to show some movies that have been made by, um, again, these Christian um, production companies that just always seem to fail short. They don't depict what it's really like. And I think they've done more, more harm than good. And then we're also going to see here um, just the complete sheer mockery of some of these other trailers. So take a look. Like we all believe it, baby. Honestly, right. we all believe it because we want to believe it. You'd seen us that afternoon. We looked like a typical American family returning home from vacation. My brother Ben and his twins, Olive and Cal. But what you couldn't see is that Cal's leukemia wasn't responding to treatment. This flight is oversold. We are offering travel vouchers for any... That's me. So Grace and Olive and my folks took the first flight home. Funny how one little decision can ruin your life, but also save it. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is you've all been missing, presumed dead for five and a half years. I don't understand. 
you haven't aged a day. Olive. I'm sorry. Where's, uh, where's mom? Your mom got sick. No, Dad. No, Dad. Your cell regeneration model? It works. We've been treating pediatric patients for 30 months. We pick up with the same regimen right where we left off. There's a new treatment protocol for pediatric cases. If we get a jump in the treatment, the odds are excellent. Didn't expect you getting back to work this fast. Yeah, a lot has changed since you've been gone. Who is she? It was two years before I even looked at another one. Even before I got on that plane, I lost sight of your life. We're going to fix that. I'm not going anywhere. Just gave all of us a do-over. Everything checks out. It's as if the plane never left the sky. Do I have to say out loud that that's impossible? I think we've taken impossible off the table. Is your mind messing with you? Earlier today, I heard a voice in my head. Keep it to yourself. What do you think? The government just forgot about us? Just maybe he came back to be saved, and I came back to save him. How'd you know I was here? I just knew. What is this? There were a lot of people on that plane. What makes us so special? What's the probability it's just you and me? No one can explain what happened to us. Some people called it impossible. Others called it a miracle. All I know is whatever force brought us all here had no interest in being investigated. This was just the beginning. Sir, we got everything under control here, but I never liked this, not one bit. If they get the cheap, it's all over. You okay? What happened? I'm still a little bit foggy. What happened is you just became a very valuable man. You and that chip are connected forever linked. It's in the Bible. It's the mark of the beast. So what is it you need from me? A new technology has emerged. A microchip designed by the Avanti Corporation. I offered to buy it. They refused. It's being transported by plane from Bangkok to Berlin. I want you to bring it to me. The G20 Summit is next week in Berlin, and I know that Avanti is supposed to make some kind of big announcement there. That chip has the power to change the world. You are the future of mankind, Mr. Turner. It would have been nice if I had the choice. She took a bullet that was meant for you, so that you can live out your purpose. And when the time comes, God will reveal his plan for you. Help you with something?
what's going on out there? We'll find out soon enough. My name's Tommy Covington. If you are watching this, then I'm probably dead. Dan, today is your day, my friend. Do you, Skyler, take Dan to be your lawfully wedded husband? I do. And now pronounce you husband and wife. The rapture. Reports are coming in from Lagos to Cape Town. It's happening everywhere. Revelations 9. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet. And opened the abyss. What was that sound? Something's in the tree. It's not there. What is that? What is this thing? One of the fallen. James Franco's having a giant party. This place is beautiful, man. This place is like a piece of me. You two just stepped inside me. You let us both come inside you. Yeah. Boom. Thanks, James Franco. Have you seen Michael Sarah tonight? What's up, Rihanna? Can't believe people still invite him places. Don't touch my bubble, bitch. It's a weird face. So hot. Office is urging people to stay in their homes right now. Looting, rioting. For all we know, the Lakers could have just won, and that's the reason why all this is happening. I think it's the apocalypse. It's all in here. And he opened the bottomless pit. The sinkhole? Every single time I turn on the news, sinkhole in South America, a bunch of South Americans getting sucked into the ground. Sinkhole in my Son, we should just stay in here, fortify this bitch, and take inventory of all the food we have. We got 12 bottles of water, 56 beers, Nutella, CT Crunch, a Milky Way. Can I have that Milky Way? No, you can't have the Milky Way. It's my special food. I like it. I want some of the Milky Way. I'd be pretty bummed if I don't at least get a bite of the Milky Way. What you want, son? This is my king. This is my lane. Get out of the way. What you want, hun? Watson showed up. Give me everything you have to drink. There are six of us. You cannot rob us. Oh, Hermione just stole all of our See, it all started with the rapture. 
Like, it's okay. God is the one on the throne. I don't want all this head knowledge in my head. I don't need to know what the seven thunders uttered. I don't need to know timelines. I just need to know what I believe is true, which I do. And I'm going to be out of here soon. So I truly believe that Ezekiel 38, it happens shortly after the rapture. I get there because seal two, which we'll discuss later on, is not only a war, but men killing one another. So I don't think that seal two could be Ezekiel 38. And I'll tell you how I get there. So not now, though. (laughs) So this Messiah-like being is going to rise on the scene. The world takes notice. A war in Israel breaks out. God saves the day, which we read about that. So these nations that we read, Russia, and we're going to go through this later on, Russia, Iran, Turkey, Libya, all of these nations through Syria invade Israel. God miraculously, supernaturally protects Israel. And that at that point, I believe, is when the Antichrist then truly rises, confirms a covenant with the many Israel and their surrounding nations, and he creates what they think is a solid peace treaty for seven years. But as we know, in the middle of that treaty, he breaks it, and we're going to get there as well. Okay, so now we know that there is a pseudo peace, a false peace on the earth. And we get there again between seal one and seal two. The clock, once this peace treaty is signed, has now restarted for the nation of Israel. This is Daniel's 70th week. This is the seven year, one week that is still missing in the prophetic pages of Daniel. So that's again, why the church is not part of this. Why does God need to put us through the tribulation? Why does God need to get our attention? We're already saved. We're already on our way to heaven. doesn't make sense. And as you can see here on the screen, I put countless scriptures to this from Zechariah to Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Daniel, just an, Malachi, a ton of them. So they're up here. They'll stay up here. Feel free to write them down. And then you can go ahead and be a Berean and work that out on your own. Okay. So I spoke before about Melissa, Red Pill the World. And I want to, uh, again, say that I did this before. Here are the videos. Links will be in the show notes. And This is why I firmly believe that so many people will be deceived by the Antichrist, that they will actually think that this is Jesus Christ, especially for Melissa, because she believes in none of the book of Revelation. To her, it's all symbolic. So here's this Messiah-like being coming on the scene. And if he was part of the cabal, they wouldn't follow him. Okay? So here is going to be this Messiah-like being that they might think that, oh my gosh, that's Jesus Christ. We're now in the millennial reign with this false peace. And according to Jewish custom, just so you know, they do not believe that the Messiah has to be divine, nor do they believe that he has to be a Jew. Isn't that amazing? So there again, that's how they're going to be duped by this person. So I want to go ahead and play these videos without interruption 
regarding Melissa. So let's take a look. And then you judge for yourself. Comment below and tell me what you think about what you just heard. to to wake everyone up to what is going on yeah and so this is a great way to if you share this guys maybe you know this can help people just ask them what what's he talking about and he can't really be talking about trump because trump wasn't in power right you know he he was friends with trump so who is he talking about who is it that he says don't they don't care about us well maybe the cdc exactly you know they're the ones basically who killed him right if, you know, of course, maybe he went under witness protection. That's what I'm counting on. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm thinking he was smart enough to know. I'm like, I've got to get out of here, right? Exactly. So, I mean, honestly, if he's saying that song, right? I knew. mean, he knew. And I, I, I can just guarantee that he, he knew what their plans were to get rid of him. Because right. he was such a vocal spokesperson, you know. Right. And the so, people adored him and ad- oh, yeah. adore him still, right? Such an amazing yeah. uh, interest, entertainer. It may not be your cup of tea specifically. I've been a missionary for the past 10 years. And so I would not necessarily share things that were my particular cup of tea. Right. The whole point about being a missionary is that you're trying to find a way to reach someone else. Come on now. You know, who maybe, maybe and, and try to find a different way to, to reach them, okay, with the truth. Whatever truth this is, and this is, this is the big truth is that this yeah. is the cabal, the, this worldwide mafia cabal, which is the beast of revelation. And that's yeah. what I talk about in the book is that this is, this is the beast of revelation. This is the mafia worldwide mafia. So the other thing, before we go on uh, to back to our, our tabernacles is yeah. that, you know, remember that passage that talks about in, it's actually <laughs> second Thessalonians two, three, 23 is a big cabal number, two, three. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day, the day of the Lord will not um, will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed. The man of sin or man of lawlessness, okay? So who is this talking about? Is now we've, it's been revealed. Right. Now we know, people all over the world realize, oh, these very ones that we've trusted are the, are the cabal, they're the beast. Right. It's been revealed. Not does not does every man, woman, and child understand that? No, but it no doubt it's been revealed. Uh, this statue and the whole thing will crumble. That's what we're experiencing. That's what we're seeing. We are crumb. We're dashing them into pieces, and then they will just blow away. That's going to be the, that's what we're headed for, guys. They're kingdom of darkness is going to disappear. It's going to be gone and we're going to have a thousand years of peace. Again, that's why the book is called End Times for Them and a Thousand Years of Peace 
for us. And that's where we're headed. I'm going to show you a wonderful verse from, from um, Isaiah, from Hosea here in just a minute. Okay. So let me show you also, you know, this, this movement is called the great awakening. And some people are like, oh, well, what is, you know, this is a new phrase. No, it's an old phrase. This is biblical phrase as it's talked about on the board. It's a, this, the great awakening is, is, Biblical. We're living in biblical times. The first indictment that Durham opened was on the Day of Atonement, the day to cleanse the world. It's a it's a biblical day. So if you know these things, if you know the the biblical astronomy, and if you know the biblical festivals, you know the Word of God, then it all makes sense to you. Now. I will say that more than likely, if you're going to a modern, most modern churches, I won't say all, but most are completely infiltrated. Their the, their pastors are controlled. They aren't free to speak. And that's one of the things, I guess, one of the reasons the Lord used me for this job, because I'm free to speak. No one can tell me what to say or do. Yes, they can kick me off of YouTube. Yes, they can kick me off of Twitter, but I'll just keep speaking the truth wherever I can. And that's why I'm so glad that we are here together on the Freedom Force Battalion. But yeah, so this is the Great Awakening, which is a very, very strange picture. I'll show you this very strange picture, but that is a picture from the book of Ezekiel, where it's the same little song that you've probably heard the foot bone connected to the ankle bone the ankle bone connected to the leg bone right this and they heard the word of the lord this is from ezekiel this is a bible story this is where the lord said that one day one day these people who were massacred which is us that we are basically the israelites who have been scattered and massacred all over the world because our forefathers had participated in this satanic rituals, okay? And the Lord had to punish, had to chasten, had to straighten this out because otherwise the world would just be gone like in the day, like in the day of Noah, okay? So he said that one day we would all come together, that we would rise up, that we would come back to life and that we would rise up a mighty army. So I go into that in the book and in chapter three. And so this is what we're seeing. This is what we're experiencing. This is the biblical great awakening. Okay. So you can read about that right there. Now, this is a very, very strange thing that it talks about this four living creatures. Like, what is that? This was so weird for me. I'm like, what is that Lord? And it took a while, but the Lord revealed to me what this is, the four living creatures. And you'll see it in Ezekiel. You'll see it in the book of Revelation. And most people have this crazy, you know, they just kind of look at the Revelation and they they don't really know some of the history. So they, they come up with some, you know, modern day uh, or maybe Soros has told them what to, to to say about it. Whatever that it's not a biblical uh, uh, interpretation. Okay, so this is the biblical interpretation. Look at this really cool picture right here. This is a picture of the people of God in the wilderness uh, during the time of of Moses when they were forty years. Remember the forty years in the wilderness before they went into the promised land. Between the time that they were set free from Egypt and before they went into the promised land, there were. 40 years that they were going round and round and round in the wilderness. Well, how are they going to find each other? Well, they all have a flag. And on that flag, it would have the name of their tribe and their symbol. So, for example, you'll see that Judah is the lion. You see that you're looking for your tribe. You're in the tribe of Judah. You see, look for the, the flag that has the lion on it. Or you'll see the Dan has the has the eagle on it. Or, you know, whatever tribe you are part of, then that's when you would look for that flag and you would find it. Now, they always stayed in the same 
uh, locations and the, t- the tabernacle of the Lord, the Lord of the, the word, the Lord's presence would be in the middle. This is so symbolic of all God's people are all camped around wherever we are all over the world. And the Lord is in the midst of us. He's in the middle and we all are worshiping him. Okay. So how can anyone who just listened to that actually believe that this lady and the other lady, Fran, are in their right frame of mind? I don't know how you get there. You can't. You're bringing in Michael Jackson, who was a known child molester. And now you got to fit your narrative into saying, well, the CDC killed him. You weren't probably spewing that 10 years ago. He was a known child predator. And now you're thinking because the song is. What? And I had a play, by the way, I'm sure you noticed that her quality was terrible. So I inserted the actual, a better quality of the video. But no, that's not what Michael Jackson was talking about, silly one. So she is a mockery. And I hope you caught that. She totally twisted the most precious passage in the Bible, Ezekiel 37, about the nation of Israel coming together. I mean, Lecrae and Chris Tomlin have done the same thing. Guys, we have to start paying attention. Stop wanting your ears tickled. Stop wanting to be entertained. In the grand scheme of things, it's so not important. If Lauren Daigle is not on your playlist, I think you'll be okay. Melissa also claims she's a missionary. I've reached out to the woman. She's ignored me. I would love for her to be on the podcast, but she won't because I'll come at her with Bible. As I debunked her entire book, that's what I would do. But those who refuse to have a dialogue with another believer, if she claims she's a Christian, then you would want to know how am I getting to what I'm getting to and how are you getting to what you're getting to? Let's compare through the word of God. Anyway, I know that was a very long segment. Uh, We will have another long segment coming up momentarily again. So I'm going to take a break, refresh your coffee refresh your tea, stretch your legs, and I'll also let our listeners know where they can find us. A rapid fire intermission of where to find us. We're on Rumble, Life Clips underscore podcast, Life Clips underscore podcast. While you're there, comment, share, give us a rumble. We're also found on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and more. Let us get back to this week's episode. So, hey, guys, thanks so much for sticking with me again. I know it's been a pretty long episode. Um, I'm probably going to divide this into two, and uh, I'm going to dive into segment two because what's left is probably going to take probably as long as the first segment. But this one is extremely important and I can't lose anyone. I don't want to lose anyone. So I'm probably going to end this week's episode with segment two regarding God and country. So I can only say this to those God and country, these American patriots that take everything to the extreme. America is not in Bible prophecy. It's not. Now, I'm not saying don't vote. Don't be a patriot. Don't stand up for truth. 
What I'm saying is stop putting all of your eggs in the American basket when the basket is going to be torn apart. Trump is not going to save us. No other politician is going to save us. This is all a prequel to the sequel of what's to come. There is a last Gentile, as I said before, that needs to hear the gospel. Being overly political all the time is not the way to reach that Gentile. Sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is the only way that this is going to happen. So we know that politicians, even before Barack Hussein Obama, sort of, we were teetering, right, on the godlessness and the lawlessness. But when Barack Hussein Obama became our 44th president, it seemed like everything changed. His first term, kind of like the same thing I'm talking about with the Antichrist, he came as this charismatic I'm going to bring change and we're going to do this. And he was, man, he just wooed even those in the evangelical community. Mm. We'll get to more of that later or next week. Sorry. But then Barack, his second term, he became what he always was, a hater of America, a divisive president, I mean, come on, let's be real here, guys. If we were such a racially charged nation, why, pray tell, would we elect a black president? Why? I mean, you sound ignorant in your stance. You really do. But Barack Obama, he sissified us, not only here in America, but globally. He was a weakling. Other countries mocked him. They could find a video of the Egyptian president. He called him the P word. On national television, not the punk, use your imagination. I was embarrassed. I'm more so embarrassed than this clown that we have in the White House. But America, come on, stop. We're not even in the pages of the Bible. Would God not know that? That America, the most powerful nation, will we not be mentioned somewhere? A little glimmer of hope? We're not. So again, Lord willing, yes, go out and vote. Do your, do your part as an American, but stop being obsessed. God sits on the throne. Vote correctly, of course. God honors that, but stop obsessing over a nation that's going to crumble. So you might be saying this week, oh, Kim, all this doom and gloom, that's all you ever talk. And I'm tired of hearing it. So you've tuned me out. There's coming a day when this face is no longer going to be seen because I'm going to be in heaven celebrating while you're on earth tribulating. So you can listen now and let the Holy Spirit convict you. You can allow these seeds that I'm trying to plant to take root. And then hopefully through the sharing of these podcasts that someone will come along and water that. And then God will reap the harvest. It's the whole point. It's not me. It's not me and my show notes and my show links and my fancy little overlays. It's the moving of God in these last days in which we live. America is confused. And without the truth of the word of God, it's going to continue to be confused. This world will wax worse and worse. Those are facts. I mean, here are just some things, right? Again, the Trump movement is still prevalent. We can see here on the, on the screen, 
People are done with Barack Obama. Well, they've been done with Barack. And then you've got this disgusting photo here of our vice president at a gay parade in San Francisco. I'm not even going to go through the gamut of other things that I can find regarding lawlessness and debauchery in this country. Head back to previous episodes. You can find them all there. And all of these God and country people, they so desperately want to eyeball it with the Antichrist. Comment below. Why do you want to do that? Why would you want to eyeball it with the person who's going to decapitate you? Do you think you're actually going to win a war against the Antichrist? No, you're going to be running scared. You're going to be starving. You're going to have no water, no job, no money. But yeah, you want to eyeball it with the Antichrist. So go right ahead. Would you like for me to pray to the Lord that he allow that? I'm being sarcastic. I would never do that. Why would you want to be in that time period? I'll repeat it again. Jesus said, had those days not been cut short, no one would survive. So I'm going to lay it down for the God and country folks and bring this week's episode in for a close. And we will pick it up next week in part two of the prequel before the sequel. This country will fall. We're seeing that right now. We're seeing it. But yet you keep talking about the same things over and over and over again. And we have to stop. If you use Facebook and you're a born again believer, continually, I mean, not just every once in a while, because I'll throw something up regarding COVID or a vaccination or not so much anymore. But of course, we all throw up things like that. But if it's an everyday pattern and you're calling yourself a believer and I never see anything on your page regarding Christ, ask yourself why. Are you embarrassed of your friends? Are you embarrassed to put something on your page because your 7,000 friends are going to mock you? What's most important now is the last Gentile. Not COVID, not COVID, not the vaccines, not Joe Biden, not President Trump, the last Gentile. But again, as I've said before, maybe you're someone different outside of Facebook. But for some reason, I just don't see that because a lot of you I know outside of Facebook. And again, if you were to be on trial for your faith, would they find you guilty or would they find you innocent? So I know this week was quite weighty. I appreciate you staying with me. Please tune in next week for part two of the prequel before the sequel. Lord willing, if we're still here. Anyway, guys, bye. Thank you for listening to Life Clips. Life Clips uploads episodes every Friday. So head on over to our Rumble channel, Life Clips underscore podcast. One more time, that is Life Clips underscore podcast to get notified when we upload. Make sure when you're on our Rumble channel, you give us a Rumble comment and share. You can also subscribe to us on many podcast platforms, such as Google, Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or Pandora. And now since we have our own private server, feel free to email us if you want to be a guest, if you have a question or a comment. Email us at 
questions at lifeclipspodcast.com. Again, that email address is questions at lifeclipspodcast.com. And finally, I am saving the best news for last. Without the encouragement that we have as believers that we read in Titus chapter 2, 13, this world would be very overwhelming right now. But we are told to look for our blessed hope, to look for the glorious appearing of Jesus. May you be encouraged today. I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you in the air one day. Titus chapter 2, verse 13. Looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus.